Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a less experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Alexa White, and with me this week is Matthew. How are you doing? Doing, I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk some Marvel Crisis Protocol. Mm-hmm. For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, uh, Matthew, as I said. I'm, I go on the discords as Shadow Marvel, and I've been playing the game for about two years now, basically when the X-Men dropped. And uh, I am also a co-host on the Gamers Guild podcast. And I jo- I'm all around the discords, all kinds of discords, and love talking about the game, and I love the game. I fell in love with it as soon as I started playing with it, and... Uh, I keep playing it like as as often as I can. A hundred percent fair. Uh, now I must ask you the most difficult question of the week. Oh boy! What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in the game? Okay, okay. So I I'm I am a huge uh, Daredevil fan. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite characters so i am going to pull from that well and i would love to see typhoid mary oh after my own heart um, <laughs> a while ago and i need to update these lists because a bunch of the characters that i pointed at uh, a chunk of the characters not everybody but a chunk of the characters i pointed at have since come out um of my top 10 mutants, non-mutants, and reworks of care, uh, uh, other versions of characters we already have um, that I want to see in the game. And Typhoid Mary was on one of those lists. Oh, oh no, I stole it from you. I can come up with another one if you want me to. <laughs> hey, I put out 30 options. It's okay if you steal one. <laughs> what, what about uh, how Hedge? I'll go with Mr. Negative. Mr. Negative is a really uh, uh, not on my not on my old list, but uh, still a really solid pull. I love, I, lo- I love him too. I, I guess I like the duality characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, um, a while ago now, God, I can actually date this because it's in the Discord. Uh, back in April, I did my most wanted list, uh, which was just my top five because the Danger Room did their most wanted list, which were their top fives. Um. And the only well-known character on my list was Jessica Jones. Which, just give it to us already. What are they waiting for? They got everybody else out there. And we need a second Defenders leader anyway. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also on that list was uh, Elsa Bloodstone. Elsa Bloodstone. Oh yeah, I do love Elsa Bloodstone. That's a good one. Uh, the Stafford Kukos. That one I don't know. That one's too deep for me. Uh, they are uh, Emma Frost's kind of clones, kind of daughters that are a step, a set of five identical uh, uh, girls who mutant all stuff. share psychic abilities. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm, my mutant uh, encyclopedia is a little, little narrow for me. Um, and then, uh, the choice that I want for our next Spider-Foes leader, Prowler. Oh, I love Prowler. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, finally, my number one pick, above all else, Sister Grim Nico. Yes, yes, that's another one. Oh, I, I, that, I, I, I play a lot of different types of Marvel-type games, especially on the mobile, and I, I love playing with her on those mobile games. She's just so much fun, and I, I really hope they, if they bring her out, they, they really bend into the chaotic nature of her powers. Well, so, the thing I want from her is that uh, her, all of her superpowers on her front side and her backside have, even if they're identical everywhere else, they, have diff- they are just translated into other languages. <laughs> so if she has, like, an, a fire attack on her front side, it's fire in uh, other languages on the back side. Because that's something she has to do because she can only use each spell once. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I was like, w- could they build a mechanic where she has so many powers, but she has to do, she can only do them once? What kind of, but I feel like that would be just too big brain and too much of a of yeah. a skill ceiling. They try to come up with, like, just ten powers, but you can only use them once in the game. But no, I just want a wave of the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger. 
dagger. Yeah. And oh, that, do, that do the uh, forgotten about teen dramas that are technically still tangentially related to the MCU. Yeah, I, I, I've just been always so... I always just bend so much to like the, the Spider-Man and to the uh, Daredevil characters. And that, those were just pull me so much. So I'm not, like you say Cloak and Dagger and I immediately just go to Maximum Car and just think, well, oh, can we get Shriek? Can we get Shriek in the game? Yeah, I would be fine with that too. I'm just, I've recently been going back and watching Cloak and Dagger and I forget how fucking great that show is. Yeah. Um, which, uh, and then uh, one of the other discords I'm in was having everyone do their MCU tier list. And it was all the TV shows and movies that are in the MCU or referenced by the MCU. And Cloak and Dagger and Runaways aren't on there, even though it's like two degrees of separation, but they're still like tangentially related to the MCU. Also, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not on there, which is directly related to uh, the MCU. They, they all got decanonized. What can I tell you? you know, they, they swooped in and said everything's not canon anymore. Well, so, uh, Cloak and Dagger is still in the continuity because they have reaffirmed Daredevil in the continuity and it had continuity connections to uh, the Defenders stuff. Well, see, that's the part that I'm really interested to see where they go because they they reaffirm Charlie Cox and they reaffirm Vincent D'Onofrio and they're playing those characters, but... Are those the same characters from the Netflix series or the Netflix series basically like another part of the multiverse and therefore they're, but they look the same because many of the, you know, made people look the same from one universe to another, but maybe these are different versions of them. Cause like the, the Kingpin who is in Hawkeye was way differently power leveled than the one that was in the Netflix series. The Netflix series, he was just beaten up by Daredevil over and over again. and was just bloodied from one fight but this guy gets blown up by like 15 arrows and he just is hobbling away with no scratch on him i will also say marvel you are leaving money on the table by not having your actual gay couple that you can show off at pride in your cinematic universe yeah they, they kind of just the closest they got was in uh i don't know that's could be a spoiler i don't know Spo spoilers for recent movie but they 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 kind of have it in uh, Thor, the yeah. latest Thor movie. That's the closest we got so far. Uh huh. Well, you know, we have uh, Nico and Caroline, who like end goals of the series are marrying each other, and have spent two and a half seasons very in a very committed relationship. So, yeah, you're leaving all money on it. the table. I'm all for it. Let's bring it. Come on. I also got to put out my controversial MCU opinions of that, like, Eternals is the best movie, and people were not having that. <laughs> I liked Eternals. I'm not going to say it's the best movie. I'm not going to go that far. But I liked it. I definitely think it's a lot better than people than people say. I, I really appreciate a movie that is trying to say something, and a movie that, I mean, I could go a long time on this, but, uh -huh. like, I just, you know, I just appreciate a movie that's, that tries something different. I, I, and I, one of the best things I love, everyone complains about it, that uh, Kumail Nanjani's character doesn't end in the third act. He's not there in the third act. But I think that's the beautiful thing about the message that this movie, which is about people's belief systems, and that he chooses not to just, just because he doesn't agree with the protagonists of the movie, he's not instantly becomes the villain. Like, usually, you don't agree, now he's the villain, you gotta fight them. Instead, he's just like, I don't agree with you, so... I'm not going to fight. And I think that's a beautiful message in this day and age. Oh, yeah. And I love that it's in this movie. Mm -hmm. Well, also, that that movie stole the... Uh, has very similar pacing to one of my favorite films of all time, which is the 1995 Ghost in the Shell film. Yeah, I see, I see. Yeah. Um, yes, the other controversial take was also in S-tier uh, for me is Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. I haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Can't comment. Haven't seen it yet. It is a film contrasting a good and a bad poly relationship. Okay. That is kind of foundationally what it's about, and I love it for it. 
All right, all right. I mean, when I get a chance to see it, I'll I'll definitely keep a lookout for that. I I just haven't seen it because I don't go to I don't go to movie theaters because I have a kid. So yeah. I I just steer clear of the movie theaters ever since the pandemic happened. I I saw Black Widow because everything was like clear, and then Delta came and it's like there have been a movie theater, so it's very hard. And I think that movie's like locked behind like a, a streaming wall or something that I don't I don't have access to. Mm. One day One I'll see day. it. Yes. But none of that is what we're here to talk about, technically. Technically. Uh, so, who did you bring for us to talk about today? I brought everybody's lovable Cajun, Gambit. Yes. So this is actually a character that we have had uh, requests for an episode on, which I always love. Since he's pretty great. <laughs> Um, I think he's actually really solid and a mid-tier character at worst. At worst. Actually, at worst. I think yeah. he he has a lot more going for him. And honestly, I just think it's because a lot of the podcasts just poo-poo him, really. And he's, he's an all-rounder. He's basically everything you want from a three-threat. He's a generalist. He does everything you possibly could want. And he's not as fragile as people think he is. Uh -huh. Or three threat. So, um, a couple notes before we get in this. Uh, like always, we are doing uh, out of affiliation, so we will not be doing this in Brotherhood or Uncanny X-Men. But also right. of note, since this is the first episode we have recorded since the mini-stravaganza, let me remind everyone about the model legality rules, uh, which is, unless it is printed on the card, characters are unaffiliated until the affiliation document gets updated. Uh, so far, this really only affects Malekith. Um, because he has Cabal written on him, so he must be a Cabal member. But otherwise, everyone is unaffiliated until uh, the affiliation document gets open updated but we're willing but we can talk about basically any of them as out of affiliation splashes into whatever list we build right all right now are there any affiliations that jump out to you as places you want to put gambit so sort of i so I, I thought about this a lot especially today going into this and I knew he had to be out of affiliation, and so the first thing that leaped to my brain was, well, if he's out of affiliation, then we're bringing Dark Past. Uh, so if we're bringing Dark Past, who, what affiliation really benefits from this? And I went through a lot of different affiliations in my head. I was like, okay, they could do it, but do they really want to do it? And they could have it, but do they have the power to really make it matter? And one that really slept out to me, and I'm not sold on it, because I'd love to hear your ideas too, but... I thought S.H.I.E.L.D. would be a great place for him. Hmm. That is not where my brain immediately went, but yeah. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. does seem like an interesting option for them. Yeah. For that. Um, I was thinking uh, Guardians. I did think Guardians is to, to, as well. Guardians was one of the, the affiliations that popped into my head they as well. They have a lot of range 4 plus attackers that can benefit from that stealth and uh, very well, which is very nice. Um, also, not including, like, solid with with uh, Dark Pass, but not an auto-occlude. Um, I actually think this team is better with his other card. Uh, Wakanda. Yeah. Because Bowstaff is just a really good Wakanda wave tool. Yeah, the only reason why I, I, I didn't uh, think about Wakanda is solely because uh, in my in the other podcast, the Gamers Guild, um, we went back and forth over this so much with the Sooner mm -hmm. who's in it, and he we talked up Gambit and Wakanda so much. I mean, honestly, I think Gambit and Wakanda is probably one of his best places he could go. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Sooner took that and then did phenomenally well in the TTS League mm -hmm. using Gambit in his roster. Yeah. And but so because of that, and I was biased by like, well, I already did that, so I wasn't gonna go with Wakanda because I, I felt like I'd just be stealing from sooner. Um, if we want to keep on the mutant train, we can also put him in X Force and Dark Past, giving Cable some safety is not a bad shout either. Bad shout either. Not bad shout. I, uh, the rest of his affiliation though doesn't 
get too much. I guess I guess Domino because she's at four, and but I guess they I guess part of it is that they already have their own stealth card. Kind of a little bit. It. Yeah. They got the super stealth. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, uh, just for like personal benefit things, um, I could see the recursive value of Let's Go Cabal really not being bad for him. Yeah, of course. I mean, they they have a lot of range four attackers in there. They uh-huh. can also keep people outside of stealth, like that, like Zemo outside of stealth. I'm not a bad guy person, person personally. So very fair. I don't lean towards them, but I could definitely see a lot of uh, benefit from just a round of you can't shoot Modok, you can't shoot Zemo until he rushes in on you, and you can't shoot Skull. Yeah. Um, and the other thing about it, too, is um, Gambit himself, uh, the thing you're most wanting to use is your bow staff, um, and getting a... You get the automatic power gen, but making that two automatic power gen each attack, if you deal damage, is solid. Not, like, amazing, but solid. Um, so, yeah, those were the options that really jumped out to me. Um, that, like, really notably jumped out to me, other than... Um, Another affiliation with a leader that has long-range shots that you might want to keep safe. And a underloved affiliation of all, uh, Defenders. Defenders, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I like Defenders as well. I mean, Defenders has, uh, has their problems, but uh, I think there is enough pieces in this game to make them work. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, which one of those options really jumped out to you as the place you kind of want to build for him? Uh, well, I think of all those, I think the two that stand out to me the most would be, of course, Shield, because that was mm-hmm. the one that I thought of, and Guardians. So whichever route you want to go, we can go either Guardians or Shield. So, uh, a question to you. All right. Uh, do you want to step outside of your comfort zone in this or stay within your comfort zone? Cause there was a little bit of, like, stylistic play that we talked about uh, in the uh, pre-before the mics turned on. Right. Yes. Uh, let's let's step out of my comfort zone. What's the point of what's the point of talking about this stuff? We're just going to talk about things that we know. Cool. So let's let's go with shield then, because they are a little less uh, wide than guardians. Yes, that's true. Um, Although they got the grunts, which kind of balance out the way. Yeah, they do help, but they can be easily dispatched. And there are certain people who like uh, devouring the grunt machine. Yes, that's true. Now. Despite a bunch of shield operatives getting shown off over the weekend, the the affiliation document has not been updated. So who is that is currently officially a shield member jumps out to you? Well, so I think that Iron Man, mm-hmm. range four, uh, he's got the push, and I think he's he's a great. I mean, he's like a core shield member in my mind but the fact that he's got the range four and a range five attack mm-hmm. and the fact that on that dark pass turn whenever you do it you could push people even farther away so that they can't hit other people who might be able to hit who might already be in range mm-hmm. he's just a great back line i mean you know how, how do i how do you not include iron man yeah so we uh, have iron man you gotta have you gotta have the Winter Soldier. Okay. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, for basically the same reasons outside of the push. Yeah, so we're kind of selecting a bit of a gun line for our shield members. I feel like, you know, gun line is important for them. I feel like shield in general, especially having seen what uh, the new Nick Fury is, coming, is bringing out, yeah. I feel like I feel like shield 
is is built around having like a lot of attacks and uh getting as as much attack economy as you can and i think that they kind of want to have a mix between people who are shooting from behind and people who are in your face mm-hmm. i mean the very idea of like uh captain america who seems to be in your face and then yeah. uh fury senior in the back mm-hmm. so um my, I, I want to bring up my personal favorite shield operative, who's also my favorite model in the game. I, I know what you're going to say, and I am 100% on it, but you say it. Black Widow, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, absolutely. I, I've made no bones about the fact that I adore this model so much. I, I think that, I think the inclusion of Gambit, even though she already has stealth, but I think the inclusion of Gambit kind of leans the game in a way that she just does much better. Oh, yeah. Um, any game where you can get interrogate off is a game worth play- paying the three threat for, honestly. Yes, absolutely. I'm willing to spend three threat for a victory point. And well, it go ahead. just cause such swing turns. Agreed, agreed. Uh, I, you know, so here's the thing. Usually, I always default to just vanilla Black Widow, the mm-hmm. two-threat version, because having that in-affiliation two-threat is, is so valuable. But, so here was my thought process when I started going down the S.H.I.E.L.D. train and thinking about S.H.I.E.L.D. and Gambit. I like the fact that having that flexibility to go for Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. instead for that interrogate, for the additional attack options mm-hmm. that she can bring, and instead of having that in affiliation two that she offers, that dark pass can be very helpful on someone like a toad, yeah. because he could be stay he can grab that from range two and then be completely safe because he's got stealth now. Yes, that is that is true. Um, now I do quickly want to bring up an out of affiliation. Uh, model, uh, a couple out of affiliation models who are up and comers, um, who aren't quite released in proper yet, but I do want to shout out. Um, and the first one is one that uh, I think we've only seen just the front side of, um, because he was shown off over the weekend, and he's for the arch enemies of Shield, and that's Armenzola. Okay. Yeah, I could. I I I see what you're putting down. Range four, and he gives some amount of reroll to your team. Rerolls are always good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. It has sort of that, uh, sort of that, like, um, what do you call it? The what if series yeah. where they brought in Zola to kind of fight the bigger bad. Like the more the more the more nasty bad that they needed, so they bring in Zola. And the other thing is, he likes the aggressive. If you're behind, uh, if you're ahead. Yes, that's true. Because he is a short mover, so any chance to get him a little bit further up the board, he will take. That's and right. Yeah. He is a condition machine. I, I feel like I feel like there's gonna be a, a kick him while while you're down in the in the near future. Uh, maybe I'm just <laughs> excited for. Okay, so my takeaway from um uh mini extravaganza is I will be playing Baron von Strucker uh Hydra for the next little while because my God, yeah, he's right up your alley. Um, hi, a place where I can play Crystal. And Hawkeye, and uh, just absolutely jam kick him while they're down. Oh, you, you, th- oh boy. I, I literally thought of you <laughs> when I started reading Zucker's card. I was like, this, this is it. Yep. The time has finally come. Condition.list <laughs> finally has a home. Because it's. My core is going to be Strucker, Zola, uh, Viper. And that is going to be so many conditions to put out. Ah. Um, Don't forget Omega Red. Ooh, he's going to be great there. Oh, yeah. He's going to be on... Well, I was talking in affiliation stuff. 
Because we're pretty sure Viper is in affiliation and Armin and Baron probably are. Baron is definitely in affiliation and Armin would be shocked if they're not in Hydra. So, like, that's a nine-threat core right there. And it's just, like, I think you have, like, six different conditions between them. Seems good. Seems yeah. good. <laughs> and then you're adding Crystal and Hawkeye and I think you might have every condition except for Root and Judgment. If only there was a if only there was a way to get that in there. Oh, there is. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Scarlet Witch. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the other one that I wanted to bring up, also character that benefits from the um, Dark Past, is a bit of a gunner, but also helps with the reposition game and protective game. Is Dark Star. Oh yeah, I do like her. Yeah, she would be she would be great. She's she needs that defensive tech mm-hmm. to keep her going. But she also hands out defensive tech if you get yeah. the power to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's a, that's another thing about Shield is they they really want to like last. You know, they got a lot yeah. of five stamina characters on their team. Mm-hmm. Then there is one option that I want to bring up for. Uh... Four threats, because I, we are, we have one four threat so far, and one two threat. The rest of our crew is threes right now, so I think we need some variety in that way. Okay, I agree. And I also think we need a big front line. Okay. And something I have enjoyed a lot in my playing of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a big, annoying front line bungus is Black Dwarf. Black Dwarf? Whoa! I did not, I've never thought of Black Dwarf. Give aggressive help, though. Aggressive helps, and then he can start intimidating presence right in their face to aggressive pass them onto their point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would basically. I mean, I was originally going towards Venom, but Black Dwarf seems good. I like, I like that. Uh, uh, having that protection. Yeah. I, I, I love putting puzzles for for my opponent to to. Yeah. How Especially they puzzles they with pieces you don't normally see on the table. It's like, oh, how am I going to deal with that black dwarf there? Oh, God. What you could do is just move. Got to spend an action moving away. Mm-hmm. Which... And he gives out stagger, which is always fun. It's condition in the game. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Um... I think shock is really close. Shock is one of the best conditions. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, There's not a lot of ways to hand out shock. Yes. And I think on certain characters, shock is basically a stagger uh, that can last longer. I'm thinking specifically on rapid fire characters, which are... Much more relevant in the meta now. Right. The only thing, the only thing that I push back a little bit on Black Dwarf, just a little bit, is that, again, I feel like S.H.I.E.L.D. really likes lots of attacks. One of the reasons why I also thought the Gambit would be good is because he has a beam attached to him, which gets to those attacks. And I feel like Black Dwarf is like the almost feels like the antithesis of the extra attack person is the I'm going to move once and then I'm going to swing a big axe and just one attack. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they want to throw a lot of attacks in, which is why I usually lean towards Venom because he's got that Counter-Strike and I love Counter-Strike. Um, and aggressive with Venom is absolutely disgusting. Yes. Um, which is the reason why uh, the one of my loves and I think is more bashed on than need be Sabretooth is actually really solid because aggressive plus counterattack is really good and he's a long mover. Yeah, Sabretooth does benefit a lot here. Got the counterattack, double aggressive. Uh huh. I think he's good anyway, but that's just me. Uh, well, I don't play the bad guys a lot, so yeah. I don't have a lot of a Sabretooth experience. I, I play the bad guys a fair bit, I play everybody. That's true. That's 100% true. <laughs> the way I am picky is like, 
Oh, you're topping usage and you get it on TTS? Ew. Oh, you're not playing a lot of Black Cat? No, not really. Uh, the uh, only okay. time she comes in is if she's affiliated. Yeah, I put, I put her into my list because she was affiliated. And I think in the mid-season swap, I'm going to drop her out. So I played her a bit when I was playing uh, Amazing Peter Leadership. Yes. Love it. Amazing Peter Leadership. Secret it's really good. Really good. Is that, it, it's secret because nobody's playing it. But it's not a secret if you think about it. We just did a we did a leadership tier uh, listing, and I ranked it pretty high. I think it's 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 just got a high skill floor. Yeah. So that's the that's the thing that scares people off from it. But it yeah. is I, it is an amazing leadership. There are two five threats with amazing and skill testing leaderships that just don't see play. What's the other one? Uh, Black Bolt. Black Bolt, yeah. I mean, his leadership is amazing. Yeah. Like, if he was any better, his leadership would be too good. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that, like, and, and both characters are relatively dice-dependent in terms of their, their output. But their leaderships are great. I mean, being able to drop a slow, for, I mean, it's not for free. You're just spending a power, but you're not dealing damage. Yeah. It's great. Also, uh... But my PSA to people, slow affects all uses of movement tools during advances. Yes, this includes uh, Ghost Rider's uh, long move. This includes the moves off of attacks like Steel Rush and Claw Rush. Everything. Everything. This is not an objective token. It is a... It's phrased differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, I do agree that Viper is, uh, not Viper, Venom is a really good option. So let's get Venom in there. Okay. Well, how many slots do we have left? I currently only have one slot left, though if we find other options we like more, we can definitely swap some people out. For sure. I feel like we need another affiliated piece. Mm. Do we, I, right? We only have a few. I currently have us at four affiliated that's enough for shield uh, i i think it's solid but not amazing we could definitely fit another piece in um and i want to talk about a weird option in the shield repertoire okay <laughs> she i'm ready oh you lost me at she hulk <laughs> i played too, i played so much she hulk and she's burned me too many times too many yeah, times enough I played a lot of A Force in my day. <laughs> Fair enough, but I think they don't mind the bodyguard, um, and don't. double aggressive is hysterical. It's great. I think I think this is the second place, second best place for her to be. Uh, you know, A Force. I think I think I think that special delivery really makes that character function. Mm-hmm. I think it's very difficult for her mm-hmm. to. Uh, to get up the, since I'm on pain six threat, he needs to have some kind of like delivery mechanism or some kind of a, some kind of like defensive tech or something. <laughs> you know, she just kind of like, well, you know, if if her throw is two cost, so she could double move and throw. Like even the fact that it's three cost makes me feel like, oh, an A four, she works because someone's gonna get hit. She'll get at worst case scenario if you're not special delivering, she can double move and throw. Her cousin's got a two-cost throw. Let her have a two-cost throw. I think her cousin is a little overtuned. Yes. I mean, but that's the thing, you know? He's great. Yes! <laughs> uh, great is not always balanced. That, I agree. I agree. Uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we if we need to get a sixth threat or a higher threat model and that's that's where it is the shield is 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 very strained on yeah, models very right three dependent yeah um, yeah otherwise uh the thing i would the one i would probably be looking at uh would be because hmm, we have two real options left in my brain which are hawkeye or taskmaster I think I, I lean Hawkeye over Taskmaster okay. personally. Mm-hmm. Also benefits from the 
from the the stealth when he gets it, but just handing out conditions, handing out the slow. Yep. I think the slow really helps a lot for mm -hmm. the when you need to just get away. Yeah. And you know, also something else that should be noted about Hawkeye is that uh, we're in a we're kind of in a meta at least currently when this posts is where everyone's playing Bucky, yeah. and Hawkeye shoots first. Yes, he does. And sometimes, and he gives out shock with him really new to Bucky. That's right. Oh, fantastic! Actually, I've played I've played it, and I've. Had a Bucky shoot at me, and then I shot first. That Bucky did not shoot. Of course, but that's not <laughs> everybody's experience. No, but if you at least get a wild. Mm -hmm. I do kind of wish, ironically, because we have Gambit as this as this lead, I do wish that Hawkeye had like that a little something extra power on him. So you could at least, even if you, your dice kind of fail on you, you could at least just spend a power and toss a, a condition on someone. So now we go to our crises. All right. Um, and I think let's start out with the one that I think uh, Shield is the second best at. Right. Uh, which is Mutant Madman. Yes, I do think Mutant Madman. They're great. They have a lot of fours. They have a lot of yes. four physical defense. I think the only team that beats them is X Men. Yeah, or or, or Avengers are also really good on Mutant Madman. Uh, but I yeah, think the yeah. Aggressive off of the aggressive. Or the uh, victory point catch up off of shield actually puts them ahead of uh, Avengers on that crisis. Sure, yeah, I could see that, and I, I just feel like mutant Mad if you're a team that's good at mutant madman, not even great, which shield is great, but even if you're good, I think you gotta have mutant madman. Now there's so many brutal uh, beaters out there, like with Malekith coming in, like you need oh, yeah. you need some way to balance the scales, and mutant madman is a great tool. Uh, in a similar vein, uh, or more out, a similar layout, uh, Infinity Formula. I had that in my on my notes too. They love. First of all, Nick Fury loves standing on an Infinity Portal and having that eye in the sky powered up. Mm -hmm. So that is fantastic for him. And Gambit also. See, for me with Gambit, once you get that power train rolling for him. He becomes an offensive monster. That kinetic ace, once you once he's able to get that three power on him, it's a it's it's a it was a seven die builder with explosive. Yes, that's great. Mm -hmm. Now the final one is a lot more tricky, I think. Right. Uh, what do you think for our final secure? So I think. You got you kind of go one of two ways. I feel like you're either gonna go the wide route, and I'm I am worried about being in a tall meta, and you would want to go with something like a portals overrun city with spider people, mm -hmm. because everyone everyone's pretty decent at energy. No one has like some bad energy, and they can go pretty wide, and the the dark pass can help whenever you pop it, and it's also just a it also, the grunts also help with pay to flips because they save that power. Mm -hmm. But if you're not too worried about that, I also feel like Nick Fury and his shield members love extracts. So they want to make sure those extracts have even more value on the table. And then you go with demons downtown. Yeah, I can definitely see demons. Let's do demons then. Yeah. Uh, extract wise. Um, they like them white extracts. <laughs> they love grabbing them. They love grabbing them, and they love them better than most people. So, spider-infected cubes? Spider-infected cubes. I love spider-infected personally. Just, it's a fun crisis to play. Uh, and cubes is just fantastic. It plays into their game plan. And they, 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 are, they are sneakily a heavy attrition roster, and mm. cubes just plays into that so well for them. Yeah. Then what is your final point? I think you can go a lot of ways. Yes. I, I, there are definitely a lot of ways you don't go, personally. But, I mean, you can go with hammers, because hammers are fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you could go with uh, Montesi, because grunts with a, a beam is hilarious, especially because they get rerolled. beam will kill you. 
<laughs> as, as as happened to me last week at my local. Exactly. I mean, usually you get sad when you have books on a character because they don't gain any power and you're just giving away power, but grunts don't gain power anyway. Yeah. And they get a reroll. Uh -huh. so it's a seven die beam. I Fantastic. definitely think Montesi is the way to go. Let's do it. If you though, if you're playing the ninja grunts, hammers is the way to go because you can get that home hammer and immediately pass it off to someone, and it's yeah, like and by someone you mean Bucky, but yes. I uh, know. <laughs> I I've been playing Electra in Cyclops leadership, and you turn ah. one, pass off the hammer to X twenty three who makes a claw rush. I mean, she loves yeah, she loves the hammer. I agree. Uh, I think that uh, also. I was playing her a lot in Convocation and tossing that on to uh, Super Strange, Supreme oh, yeah. Strange is uh, is very nice because you can then toss it on to him and then have like Wong give him a power. So he not only does he have the hammer and does have to spend the power on the hammer, but then he can teleport three forward and yeah. then just lay waste to people. It's great. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's see, yeah, I, shield can be pretty easy, I imagine. With, yeah. the, with the crazy setup. Uh, the only thing is we don't want to hit 14. No, that's, 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 uh, I just, I, I never include senators and I never include sword because I, you never know. Uh-huh. But yeah, also we can force 17 if we're given extracts. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's true, yeah. Which, let's look at our Gambit 17s. Uh, oh. Uh, That's a good sound. <laughs> I like that. Nick Fury, Gambit, two of our Inaffiliation 3s, and Venom. That's perfect. That's exactly what you want to see. Mm -hmm. And it just depends on whatever you're... I mean, I think you just choose those 3s depending on what the secure is at yeah. that point. I, I I love the idea of just having, you know, Iron Man and Bucky just on either side of an infinity or a mutant madman or something like that. Yeah. Whatever if you if you get those B scenarios, it's great. If you end up with like uh if you end up with like a D, Hawkeye is great on D's because he can shoot fo shoot forward and shoot. Yeah. He can swing forward. Mm-hmm. Um so finally is tactic cards, and that is a big discussion. So first off, we have talked about it already, but Doc passed. It's auto-include. Uh -huh. If you're bringing in Gambit, you're bringing Dark Past. Now, S.H.I.E.L.D. You got a lot of cards. Yes. Um, Battlefield Medicine is one of my favorites. Has to go in. Especially since Medpack doesn't exist anymore. You gotta take advantage of the fact that you are the only ones with Medpack. Second, I'm reading a thing. Well, I'll, while you're reading a thing, I'm going to go with that vein of I have a card and you can't have a card, and I love sit rep. Fair enough. Um, yeah, sit rep is a very good card. Um, tactical analysis is, was underplayed already, and then it disappeared, and it's become even better. It's even better. Now it's one power. And it's a very good get your character away from all the nasties card. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a card that I'm unsure about. Okay. But maybe a home. Is a defensive prototype. Okay. This it's... is the I can have wet barrier, not you. Yeah, I mean, I like that already. You're, you're already speaking my language. And it it's such a protect the Hawkeye. It's protect the Hawkeye can shoot out from the other side, and then you have two people who are um, unable to be moved. It it's such a card that is such a it's such a, a nutty rules interaction. I I I'm, the only reason why I'm ever hesitant to even consider that card and web barrier was just not even because I don't think it's good or bad. It's just it's like, can I wrap my head around how to play this card, this yeah. block of flex? Mm -hmm. Can I just trap somebody 
in a, a defensive prototype and they just can't shoot anybody? <laughs> well, they will have to climb out. Right. Um, I'm not quite sure because I know we also want uh, not shield card, but should be shield, but really it's kind of a shield card, eye in the sky. Yes, I, 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 yeah, I we sh that is a, without a doubt has to be included. It basically makes the affiliation, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely up there on the reasons to play the affiliation. I think there's good stuff you can do without it still. Also, I think we want Lethal Protector. Yep. Then that is it for known characters. Oh, wait, no. Do we want to do no. professionals? Do we want to do the professionals? Uh... What's been your experience using that card? It is a mess. <laughs> it only needs one change, right? It just needs that you pay, you've played the card when you've accomplished the, you've met the yeah. conditions. That's the only thing that needs to be changed to it, and then it's great. Mm -hmm. um, I am trying to remember if we saw a thing or not. They thought we saw a card. Ah, okay. I had to double check whether the Armin Zola card was Hydra affiliated or not, and sadly it's Hydra affiliated. It is. I know, yeah, it is Hydra affiliated. That card is so good, but yeah, I, I was I was I, I was actually recording last night and I was putting in all these like ideas and then they're like, Yeah, but you have to do it in you have to do it in Hydra. And I'm like, Oh disappointed. But like it is uh, very good. And there are some very scary characters I cannot wait for this to be put on. Like, oh, like Nebula. Could you imagine Nebula getting a six-time Mystic attack with full rerolls, and then they get damaged whenever they roll skulls, and she adds two more dice to her defense? That That is a very good one. Uh, hi, Bob would like to say hello again. Bob would love it. Bob would love that. And he's affiliated, probably. Probably. <laughs> That's going to be hysterical. Um, and, like, I don't think Iron Fist minds it all that much. No, I mean, I don't think anybody really minds it. It's just, like, how, how much do you benefit from it? Like, Nebula, Nebula can heal some of the damage from it, which is nice. X twenty threes, for example, can heal the damage immediately. Yep. You know that 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 you know, Iron Fist probably likes it, I guess, slightly less because he wants to gain power from his flying kick, and because he's already kind of a flimsy character, uh -huh. like on on the stamina. But anyway, we're getting we're getting well, we're getting sidetracked on a card that's not even this affiliation. Well, I, in fact, the, it's the, the anti this affiliation. The one I want to bring up though is I think it's going to be very funny with Viper, where suddenly she has seven dice on her coiled serpents. Uh, I don't want to see that. Thank you very much. We can move on. I don't want <laughs> to think about that that terror. <laughs> I cannot wait to play it. I cannot wait to see it played. <laughs> Are there any other character-specific cards that jump out to you? Because there is technically one more Gambit card. Uh, the only other character-specific card that pops out to me, because they're pretty wide, because they gain a lot of power, there's some rapid fires in here, you got you got a Hawkeye in here who just, like, has nothing to do with all this power. Helios? Helios Laser Bombardment, the God Laser. I I normally don't like this card, but this is the type of place where Helios works. Mm -hmm. Especially because sometimes Shield can have a little bit of a problem dealing with big old Thanoses, and yeah. Helios is a good way of handling them. Uh -huh. Especially because they can't be... Uh, it's harder for them to be redirected because Sacrifices mm -hmm. is restricted and because he can't be field-dressed. Yep. Uh, I do want to bring up... Uh, Gambit's other card. Charming, Charming Thief. Which is a soul gem for a turn. Right. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think the only reason why it doesn't get played is because there's so much uh, competition for cards, but it's a great card. Yeah. And he loves getting power. Yeah. I don't know if we bring both because I think we're very heavy on the dark uh, path plan. 
Yes, that's true. I mean, I guess if there's a free slot. I mean, that's always like Charming Thief. It's like your 11th or 12th card. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's talk about uh, um, restricted cards. Okay. Which ones jump out to you? Brains for Impact. <laughs> It's a bunch of five threat characters. A four a size four building going into them. They need to protect that. <laughs> yes. Um anything else that jumps out to you? I could be convinced in a lot of directions for the other restricted one. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you thinking? I think sacrifice might be the play. Sacrifice is a good one, especially because we don't have a lot. Outside of Lethal Protector, we don't have a lot of misdirects and I. I love cards like Sacrifice. Yeah. The, the 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 alternative, I will just put it out there. If we want to go a different route with with the uh, with mm-hmm. the restricted cards, especially because of the ruling that just came out today as we were recording, mm-hmm. if we bring an escort to safety as sort of like a secondary eye in the sky, it's sort of and and there's no longer that worry about. You know, the card is the one doing the push. Now the character is doing the push. Mm-hmm. So you can actually push through characters. Yes. Uh, so that could, if we wanted to get that leeway and if we really liked another restricted card, I can see that as now being a much more val- uh, uh, viable replacement for Sacrifice. But uh-huh. Sacrifice is also fantastic. Well, one of the other non-restricted cards I was going to talk about is Fallback. I have that on my list too. You can't not have fallback. It's amazing. It's really it sto- solid. It stops rapid fire. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you're playing dark pass, you can fall back into stealth. your stealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, not okay. It's not the best card I think in the new meta. Okay. Uh, do you want to take a guess? Not the best card in the new meta. Yeah. The not best card. There's a lot of not best cards. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I was saying that fallback I don't think is quite the best card because there's another one that I think is the best card of the meta. Oh, and okay. I, I wouldn't say the fallback is. is the best, but also just remember fallback does give a lot of fun movement jank with aggressive. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but... Well, Gambit already has his own fallback when he doesn't need the card. You could have two. Yeah. <laughs> Backwards, backwards, forwards, just do a complete reposition shuffle. That's right. Uh, but the best the best card in the new meta? Non-restricted. Non-restricted. This is a hard one. That, that's a hard one. Just just tell what do you what do you think it is? Mission objective. You know, I had that on my list too. Mission objective is great. I started playing it last uh, you know, a few months ago just because of voodoo, basically. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's it it just lines up with shield because they 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 they're so focused on their extracts. Oh yeah, for sure. And although you can just randomly jank into winning a game on a uh, formula. Yeah, the the which which formula? Uh, like Kia legacy Kia. The legacy Kia formulas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I personally despise that crisis, but if I. It's, it is a good protection against that one as well. I like that crisis. I don't like it because it's hurt me. <laughs> it's hurt me so many times. I don't. I guess I don't like. I don't like crises that end up um, inval- almost invalidating the the other side of the 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 fight. And I once I played a game where there was legacy cure and on gamma. And gamma is like probably one of the more uh, important secures out there when it comes to VPs and playing your scenario. Mm-hmm. And I was absolutely dominating the other person on Gamma, but it didn't matter. I was at 15 to 9, you know, going into the last round of that game, and it didn't matter because he scooped up the, the, the cures and all my, my great positioning plays and all my work and all my attrition didn't matter because he just scooped up some cures and the game was over. Yeah. I'm not as mad at it. I'm not as... If we banned every crisis that would... uh, That um, invalidates the other half of the table, uh, we're losing some very fun crises. You know, honestly, I would think that that 
legacy virus would be better with a rules change as opposed to a card change and that would just be that the check the vic the check for victory conditions happens in the cleanup phase as opposed to when you hit 16. i can see that but i can as a to i am fine with it because it makes games sometimes shorter and i like that i i can i can see that i can see that definitely um but no, it's like if we if if we're throwing out those ones, Gamma also has to leave. Gamma can be a problem. Uh, yeah, I can understand. Uh, although luckily it has been reduced in its effectiveness with the new crisis rules. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so we have one card left and we have we still have one uh um out of affiliation, uh, uh, restricted slot to talk about. And I but. actually want to go back to our characters for a second. Okay. Because um, we are very overwhelmed on threes, and I think for list building, we could do with adjusting slightly so we have drop one of our out of affiliation threes for a um, larger piece. Okay. And I want to bring up because uh, we definitely wanted Blaze for Impact, but we were kind of, eh, they're good, but not necessarily the best thing in the world for us on most of the restricted cards. Uh, how do we feel about dropping one of our three threats and bringing in a reality Corvus? Oh, you know, when I first heard of S.H.I.E.L.D., the first thing I said to my friends was, reality Corvus really likes aggressive. And they say, gross, get out of here, stop talking to us. Uh, uh, I, I, think, I think it's great. Uh, basically, when it came to five threats, uh, you know, inherently the five threats, the, three, the two five threats that I ended up on was Reality Corvus and Mind Loki. Mm -hmm. And those are the two that I love, that, that I felt felt the best with the affiliation. I can go with either one. Perfectly fine. I mean, do I want to kill or do I want to just really mess with my opponent? And and I think we want to kill from what we've talked about. I agree. He does have that flurry, which does help. That goes into the game plan we were talking about. Yes. Um. But which of our three threats do we want to drop? Do we want to drop Amenzola or Darkstar? I am going to go with Darkstar. Okay. I think Armin just brings so much value to the to the affiliation, uh, the rerolls, the conditions. He he fits so well. I like Dark Star, but Zola's a big robot with a with a video of a head. Yes. Right, come on. <laughs> so that leaves us with one card left uh, for our uh, tactics cards. Um, and let me talk about my uh, spite tech. Okay. For if you ever want to deal with web warriors, Mark for Death is your best friend. Mark for Death is your best friend. I guess it, it's a meta call, right? Because yes. I feel like if you if you have if you have web warriors in your meta, you know, like good web warriors. Because I play people who play web warriors; they're a very hard affiliation to play. So if you have some good web warriors out there. You kind of need Mark for Death, right? But if you don't, then it's kind of like a card that's like very niche. I still think it's good. Making any of your opponent's long movers into a short mover for a turn is still powerful. It is, pow it is powerful. I agree. And if you have Convocation in your roster, turning off Doctor Strange's rerolls, whoo boy! Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah, that's why I, uh, that's what Venom's for. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't argue with Mark yeah. for Death. It's great. I mean, like basically, in my mind, it's between Mark for Death and Follow Me. Like that's mm -hmm. basically the, those are the, those are the, those are the out of Philly options you're choosing, and the, it kind of goes down to what are you doing? Do you want to try to manipulate priority a little bit and make sure you kill this character before they can get up, or do you uh, do you want to protect yourself from you know the the Black Cats and Miles Morales of the world. Well, the other one that was popping into my head, which also does protect you against uh, some of the Web Warriors shenanigans, but also has good utility in other matchups, 
uh, is the oft-forgotten psychic shielding device. It's not forgotten. I just never play it. <laughs> uh, that's a great one. No, and that's a great a fair one. Number of batteries in our list. Like that's a true. Hawkeye can easily pay five for a, a psychic shielding device at some point. And it's just roll out of range five bubble of uh, no, you move. Mm-hmm. And extra mystic defense, which as we've gotten more mystic in this game, it's not a bad thing. We got we got a big uh, dark elf on a bog tiger who's going to be dropping mystic beams into people. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Okay. Let's do that one. Yeah. Remember my spelling so I can find it again in the giant alphabetized list. Um, so yeah, so that makes a full roster for us. And I think right. it's, I think it's. What did we end up? What did we? What did we end up with our restricted cards? Brace uh, for impact. And what was the other one? Reality gem. Reality gem, right? <laughs> we live in a world where the reality gem is restricted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Better world. Yes, a much better world. But <laughs> for those of you at home, our final list is Gambit, Nick Fury Jr., Iron Man, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Agent of Shield, Toad. Amenzola, Venom, Hawkeye, and Corvus Glaive with the Reality Gem. Then we have Dark Past, Battlefield Medicine, Sitrep, Eye in the Sky, Lethal Protector, Helios Laser in Bombardment, Brace for Impact, Fallback, Mission Objective, Psychic Shielding Device, PSD. Then for Secures, we have Mutant Madman turns City Center into Lethal Amusement Park, Infinity Formula Goes Missing, or Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due. Then for Extracts, we have Spider-Infected Invade Manhattan, Struggle for the Cube Continues, and the Montesi Formula Found. Sounds like a really fun roster. Yeah, this seems really fun. And I cannot wait till all the new stuff comes out because it looks all so much fun. Yeah, oh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. I'm going to definitely play this roster. It sounds great. Yes. Um, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, the best place to reach out to me, I'm on a, a lot of discords, like the TTS Discord. I'm on the the fan server Discord. I'm, I'm on like a lot of discords, and so you can reach out to me. My my name is uh, Shadow Marvel. There, um, the one with the big uh, Captain America shield on there, and uh, you could reach out to me. You can DM me any time. I love to talk about the game, so uh, I'm very opinionated. So mm-hmm. you know, talked about it, and I'll argue with you or agree with you or you know just joke with you fun um and you also now in the morlocks discord i am now that's right i was i got an invite and i'm collecting all the discords i i'm I'm gonna reach i'm gonna reach every discord that ever existed one day well we'll see you may hit the discord cap first that's right that's there's a cap i think it's 200 no that a uh, single person can be in. One day, I will I will achieve my life goal of reaching two hundred discords. Nice. Uh, all muted. <laughs> <laughs> I have them all muted except for at messages because I still want to know what's going on. That's true. I I do always have my at messages going. Yeah, because I get called out a lot on Discord. <laughs> That's right. I can imagine. It's like. Oh, someone's talking about Agent Widow of Viper at Lexa. <laughs> Come talk to this person. Cheer them on. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, yes, on that Discord, you can have fun conversations. You can see my uh, slightly controversial uh, MCU tier list. Um, as well as custom MCP content. And just a fun time. Uh, and you gain access to that through the Patreon at patreon.com slash White, where you also get bonus episodes. I recently had TT on to sit down and talk about Stranger Things 4, which was a super fun time. And then there are other fun bonus episodes in the work for later in the month, um, as well as I'm getting a little bit stuff set up for early next month, too. So that is super, super fun time. And then also... 
Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can do so. I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-NCP discords. Or you can email the show at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then other stuff coming up. Most Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sunday mornings, I am sitting down with my t- my friend Kodab on his Twitch channel, Kodab Games, to talk Arkham Horror the Card Game. And it is spoiler season for the new expansion, so we are having a lot to talk about. It is exciting. Um, and then... Uh, also, sometime soon, I should be doing some stuff with the board game Dome again, as uh, life finally slows down for us, uh, and we can fit in a game of My Father's Walk, now that the app is finally coming out, and I am so excited to play that game, oh my god. And then, um, think that is everything I need to shout out specifically. Double checking my brain to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. But yeah, no, this is, uh, it was very nice to have you on. And a, a blast. I yes. recommend it for anybody. Yes, I love having players of all different skill levels on. So this was a good time. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>